Had some hard times? Do you need a getaway? Do you hate your spouse? Are you looking for a forever freak? Well, this is Sonny Hollywood Pooney from Growing Up Rock Podcast, and you can escape from your island and listen to the Shout It Out Loudcast. Afterwards, you'll feel like King of the Mountain. That's right. We're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. This time, we're ringing in the new year by talking about the newly released Rolling Stone 200 Greatest Singers of All Time. And no, we're not going to be talking about all 200. <laughs> Are we, Zeus? No, we're going to only do, uh, let's say, top 30. We'll yep. Go from the thirtieth down and just go over uh, what I'm assuming is going to be a pathetic list. Well, that's the thing I love about you know. Let's start off the new year on a positive note because that's what we're all about. No, let's start off with a Rolling Stone list <laughs> where we can bitch about how horrendous it is. <laughs> Terrible. Grand opening. Grand closing. Grand closing. <laughs> Nothing has changed. We're still going to bitch about shit. Ugh. Oh, just Rolling Stone. You can, like, I can already tell there's going to be a lot of pretentious shit. Like, fucking, oh, look at me. I picked this fucking blind Eskimo that fucking <laughs> sang to a cocoon once. And he became a, such a cult critic favorite. I, this is the greatest singer of all time. It's the kind of, it's the kind of list that Paul Stanley would retweet. Uh, I'm, I'm such a fan of yeah. this list. Such a variety of genres and styles. The soulfulness. The brilliance of this musician. Shut the fuck up. Shut dude. up, read my body. <laughs> Settle down, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so, let's get into it. Well, and by the way, this is their brand new list. They did this like 10 or 12, 15 years ago. This is their newly updated list for 2023 oh. for everybody to bitch at. And by the way, this is hilarious too, because there's already people bitching online about, and I'm sitting there reading these articles being like, unless you have a show like ours, who are you bitching to about this <laughs> list? Like who cares? <laughs> yeah. Rolling stone needs to stay relevant. How are they going to stay relevant by, by doing lists people. like that? To get people to hate them even more. Exactly. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant. That's how they've been around for fucking 100 years or whatever, you know. Yep. But all right, let's get into it. All right. So the uh, number 30, we'll start with 30. Uh, yeah. We were going to do 20. And then I saw who they had at 30. And I said, Tom, let's do 30. Yeah, go uh, for it. Number 30 is the legend, Hank Williams. Dude, how is he 30? And I mean that as a compliment. He's there are 29 better singers than Hank Williams, according to Rolling Stone. I mean, so, I'm not saying he's the best. When you say greatest singers, this is the thing. Like, are what you are going frontman? Right. Like David Lee Roth is probably top five greatest frontman of a band of all time. Right. Or are and you judging are you like worst singers of all time? Right. So when they say singers, are you, are you judging them on their vocal, their ability to sing a song? And this is where I'm going to get flip out because I can only imagine and I know he's going to be in there. I know he's going to be in there. I'm like, who the fuck thinks that he's a good singer? So are you saying musician, songwriter, singer, no. songwriter? Whatever. For, so for Hank Williams, he, he should be in there just for the singer songwriter because yep. all these tunes are his. Yep. And the way he sang a country song back then, he was the first like real rock star country guy. The fucking guy died drunk like an alcoholic. His just heart died at fucking 29 in the back of a car going to a gig. Right there, should not, be number one. Yeah. If that's not a rock star, I don't know what is. But the way he sang a tune was so different. Yeah. Than all the other artists, and he created the honky tonk kind of guy, and he held those notes where everybody started emulating him afterwards. Mm -hmm. So his style of singing, 
changed a whole generation and changed uh, pop culture. Really? Yeah. Hank yeah. Williams. I mean, country music is part of pop culture, and he changed it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I could go down the list. If anybody's not, maybe we'll do an episode on Hank Williams. Again, anybody that can take a guitar, an acoustic guitar, write a song and sing it to me and entertain me, I think they're talented as hell. Go listen to Cold Cold Heart. Uh, move it on over. Jambalaya, your cheating heart. Jambalaya? Wait, what? Jambalaya. Is, is, that, is, it the, is it the Eddie Andelman theme? Uh, your cheating heart. I saw the light. Lost Highway. Just listen to how long he carries those notes. Oh, he's a fucking legend. So, I, I mean, part of me is like, okay, 30, but who's ahead of him? Yeah. Now, let's go to 29. And I'm scrolling and seeing these names kind of now. Okay. So my reaction might be like, didn't you already see these? Um, Shaka Khan is 29. Love it. I love her. I like think her voice is fucking phenomenal. Um, I love that kind of soul funk R&B. When she was with Rufus, the band was great. Then you get that song, I Feel For You, which was incredible. Such a great song. Obviously, I'm Every Woman. Um, you know, she's fantastic. I, I mean, again, I'm not just going to say she should be number one or number five or number 10, but 29 kind of low for somebody with a, with a powerful, powerful, soulful voice like her. She's, she's great. All right. So you named uh, like a song, like I feel for you. I remember that song from the eighties. Prince wrote that. Yeah. But it wasn't a fucking like, it wasn't like a virgin. It wasn't purple rain. It wasn't. Uh, born in the USA, it was like a pop hit. It was a pop song. Yeah, that song alone, and I'm every woman. Okay, I know the Whitney Houston version, but okay, this is what we're doing. Critic choice: somebody that does not have a shit ton of hits. Yep, but has one or two popular song, and critics say, "Oh my god!" So it's Rolling Stone. What else is new? Yep. All right. Number 28, Mahalia Jackson. Now, I know that woman could belt out something, that big gospel voice of hers. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know enough about her. Me neither. Um, I know I who know, she is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have but the I, Mahalia Jackson box set for me to comment on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Mahalia Jackson MTV unplugged, so I can't help you with this one. I know who she is. I know the name. But yeah, I thought I thought you had Mahalia Jackson live at the Greek theater. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have she that. Probably has an album like that. Yeah, right. It says uh, performances of Didn't It Rain and Take My Hand, Precious Lord. I know Elvis, Johnny Cash, everybody does a version of that song. It's a gospel kind of song, yep. bluesy song a little yep. bit. Um, but I I've heard of her. Me too. I know she had a big voice, so I'm assuming. Yep. Okay, all right. 27. This is insane. Dolly Parton. Now, Dude, come on. I, I, I'm the country guy here. And I'm not even a country guy. I, I'm, a, I'm a music guy. And even I have to say, how the fuck is Dolly Parton only at 27? Yeah. So Dolly is, has, has had something in her career. Now, that people finally turned around to appreciate her while yep. she's alive. Thank yes. God. Yep. So her and Willie Nelson are probably right now the most well-liked music personalities. Like, I don't know anybody that hates Willie Nelson. Dolly Parton is probably the most beloved living celebrity right now across Correct. the board. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody likes her. The country, Southern, Republican, red state people love her. The liberal, blue state. She's just Democrats she's, love her. She's lovable. Everybody loves her. Yeah. You're right. When Betty White died, she took the mantle. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Betty White was it, and then she passed, and now it's Dolly Parton. Yep. It used to be Johnny Cash, and then he passed it to Willie Nelson. Like, yep. those guys transcend um, state colors, yeah. blue and red. Dolly Parton has got such a sweet, like, syrupy, like, her voice. I love it. Is I love it. Incredible. You know it's Dolly Parton singing when you can hear when you hear her voice. The yep. amazing thing about her is that she writes her own music. Mm -hmm. You know, fucking beautiful, talented voice can act, 
has got that charisma and personality. She's a fucking character. Dolly Parton. She got a huge rack, too. So let's I mean, let's be serious. Yeah. Dolly's got two well reasons that she's well known as George Jones sing. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know, like it's almost like too much talent is right there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right? But she checks Dolly's- off like all the boxes that you exactly. need to be a superstar. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's our favorite SIOL joke about her? What do you call Dolly Potton doing the backstroke? Islands in the street. <laughs> Jesus. How did that not make it into the Hall of Fame? That was joke? truly, the, the, truly, truly tasteless jokes. Those books. Yep. Oh, God. All right. What's what do we got next? Number 26. And this is why I wanted to move up to. Uh, I didn't want to do. I was going to say 25. And then I'm like, oh, hold on. We got it. Paul McCartney at 26. Look, I, I'm. I'll preface this. I'm not a Beatles fan, but I respect the Beatles. I acknowledge them for who they are, what they are, what they did, the songwriting. When I think of Paul McCartney, his vocals are not the first thing I think of. I think of his ability to write a song, and I think of his ability to, as a musician. I'm not saying that he doesn't have a, a, a good voice, but I don't think of him as, like, and, and I know there are people listening to this right now being, you're a fucking idiot. He's incredible. He He's not bad. But when I think of Paul McCartney, I think of the most brilliant, if not one of the two or three most brilliant songwriters in history, and then his ability to play bass. And yeah. I went biddly, biddly, biddly. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked over to George, and George was going skiddly, biddly, bop. And that's how I wrote, let it be. <laughs> and again, he's not, it's not, a, he's got a wonderful voice, but I, I just, that's not the first thing I think of when I think of Paul McCartney. Dude, every song that he sang, I could probably pick a different singer and they'd sing it better. Like, you be more song. aggressive oh, than me. There's no, I'm sorry. There is nothing. I've never, it's almost like Mick Jagger. But maybe the brilliance in these guys are the fact that they do sing so many great songs that we all love. Mick Jagger but, is a way better fucking vocalist oh, than Paul McCartney. To me, to me, to me, like there's nothing like, oh my God, McCartney's voice on this. First of all, oh McCartney loses, McCartney gets penalized because he, Sings fucking wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> so right off the bat, you should not even be on this list. The oh, worst yes. Christmas song in history. I'm sorry, but I don't hear anybody. And that's because we're not Beatle tards. Oh right. my god! Oh fucking this! It's the song exactly. The song right, and he does a great job singing. That's right. But not a fucking. Oh, nobody could do that. Right. Nobody can hit this. Right. Thank you, Rolling Stone. Oh, yeah, number 25. Oh, now, see, for all I said about him, same thing here. Who's number 25? Mary J. Blige. I love her. Now, I will say her early part of her catalog, I love. I kind of kind of drifted away from her. She's got a great voice. Is she she, should she be 25 in my world? No. But again, like Shaka Khan, I love that soul R&B, uh, that, that style of music. And she's just a modern day legend. Uh, time will put her in her rightful place, but she's, she's great. But 25's high. I like her voice. Now, the only song I know by her is what is it? Family affair. Oh, yep. Okay. And that's because Dr. Dre and that beat is the fucking greatest. That's the only voice that her singing kind of rapping. Mm hmm. That is one of the greatest voices of all time. I know. What, I know. What, who else couldn't do that? Like, I, I again, I go back and say, is this somebody that nobody else could do sing these songs? Well, like this see, person? you're bringing up a good point because you keep saying who could. I don't, I don't think it has to do with can somebody do it better. The way I'm interpreting this list is that I think they're they're grading it like on her tone, her like not saying that like nobody can't do it better than her, but that. This I'm looking at it as like no, well, there's a uniqueness to certain people's voices, right? But but I think they're saying Mary J. Blige has like the 25 most I don't know pleasant sounding best voice. I don't know. Uh, that's how I I, I just yeah, like I don't I, know. I, again, I I look back and I'm like, so for for me, I'll take a step back, and this is just a discussion wise. Yeah, I would rather have tried to hear Rod Stewart sing "Let It Be." What would that sound like? Oh, I'd course. be like, oh my god, that's a terrible song. Yeah. Right. Like, right? 
Yeah. Well, now, if you tell me Bob Dylan is going to sing fucking, uh, I don't know, Hey Jude. Yeah, I would say, yeah, Paul McCartney can sing. Right, right. Right? No, um, you're right. But I Mary know. J. Blob. So if you, are you going to tell me that Whitney Houston couldn't sing anything that she's done in her catalog? She could not. She couldn't no? because it's a, different, it's a different kind of music. Whitney Houston could not sing Family Affair. She no. could sing. No, let me take that back. She could sing it, but she can't sing it the way that it's supposed to be sung for that style of music. But it's not a range thing or a tone. Right. Or a, it's a tenor. It's a tone. It's 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 a. Nah, it, it's, she just. She just. Uh oh. This is what. By the way, if I recall correct, I, we, we're scrolling through this in real time. Yes. Yes. Number twenty-four. Dude, I thought this Jim was Carrey. Fucking, I thought this was Wink Martindale from the fucking whatever game show he used to host. This is your boy. George Jones, number 24. Now, first of all, the goofy late, it's not it's not called Yabba Dabba Do, you fucking assholes. <laughs> In the context, they're trying to say, oh, he's saying all these songs and this and this and that. This is what I mean by greatest singers. There are songs that he's sung. There's nobody that could sing them like he could sing them. There's nobody that can carry a note. There's nobody whose every word in a sentence is changed, like the accent on it or the meaning, or you feel them singing the heartache in each and every syllable and go up and go down. Look, they even say the way he would dip low on a certain word in the middle of a song and then come back to it. Dude, this is what I mean by singer. Um, and there'll be a few more I, I'm hoping are on this list. Yep. But for all those, and we'll I'll probably convince Tom to let me do a, a Jones episode where we'll talk about some of the favorite tracks of his. There is shit, and, and mind you, he wrote a lot of his shit in the beginning. All the big classic hits. Uh, I mean, she thinks I still care is probably covered by fucking fifty to a hundred artists. And that's his song. The race is on. The same thing. Uh, Walk through this world. The Grand Tour. Go listen to the door. Uh, the it's like the Vietnam song about. Of course, it's a country musician's fucking way of talking about things. So the he's been through war. He's seen. He's heard his mom cry. But the worst thing he's ever sound he's ever heard is the door shutting when his woman walked out on him. Is yeah. that not a country fucking song or what? Of course, but of like. Course. Listen to how he sings that last verse and he comes back in his in the heartache. And then obviously everyone knows he stopped loving her today, which mm-hmm. is considered the greatest country song of all time and fucking morbid as all hell. But there are other tracks. Go listen to Still Doing Time, Tennessee Whiskey, not the version that's done now by Chris Stapleton. He changes it a little bit, but everyone knows that Stapleton song. But there are so many other songs. He... This is the guy that I, I've talked to you about many times. There are sayings like, uh, you know, all, everyone from Johnny Cash to Waylon Jennings said that this is the greatest living country singer of all time. And it, and it wasn't even close. Nobody would call him anything but that. Mm-hmm. And that is the famous line by, uh, what's his name? Waylon Jennings was, if we all could sing like the way we wanted to, we'd all sound like George Jones. Nice. That's a singer. And you know, mm-hmm. one of his biggest guys was Keith Richards. So I've got a tr- bunch of tribute albums it does, and Keith Richards sings. And you would think, Tom, that, like, dude, is this like Nirvana doing that Kiss song? It is the worst sung song oh, I believe of it. all fucking time. I believe it. I don't know what Keith Richards was thinking, but yep. it's fucking horrendous. But anyways, uh, musicians, critics, they all loved him and the way he sang. This is what I'm thinking about, greatest singers. Now, here's another one that fits that mold. Oh, here you go. 23, Smokey Robinson. Another one of those. We talked about it last time, Tom, about geniuses in music. Prince, Brian Wilson, Smokey Robinson has got to be in there. The I, don't guy understand, would, I don't understand how this guy is only at 23. Yeah. He would produce most of those fucking Motown classic songs. He would write the songs. He would sing. He would dance. He would do the melodies. He would do, you name it, he fucking did it. Smokey yep. Robinson is a fucking genius, and his voice—that falsetto he can hit—it's incredible. Oh my I, god! I mean, if you don't I, I, look, I know, I know Motown isn't for everybody. Yeah. But even if, but if you're not a fan of the best of Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, or oh. I mean, how, how can you not? This he see. This is what I think of when I think of a best singer. This, exactly. Smokey Smokey Robinson is the kind of guy 
like I don't care what he's singing. I want to hear his voice. That's okay. what I think. That's what I think. Smokey. <laughs> hey, Smokey's just taking a shit. Smokey Robinson was taking shit. You've been eating some corn, huh? That's from Friday for our listeners out there that aren't familiar with that. Smokey but. Robinson wasn't taking a shit. Smokey's just taking a shit. <laughs> All right. What, All what, right. The, but listen, the tracks of my tears. Incredible. Cruising yeah. is I yeah. love. I uh, love that. Oh. Tears of a clown shop around and then not the Paul Stanley. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, <laughs> well, the soul station version Dude. isn't isn't that good. Oh, how about I second that emotion? Incredible. Oh God. Incredible. Yep. And if you don't think of uh, Smokey Robinson, the track of my tears from Platoon. When they walk into the barracks and they're playing Smokey in the background, yep. the platoon. Oh, my God. Fucking yeah. brilliant. Love it. All right. 22, a modern twist. I guess they would have to put somebody modern in there, and that's Adele. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I'm not going to lie. Literally have never heard one song from her. Join the club. Not one. I don't know anything, but everyone swears by her voice. I know who she is. I know that as soon as she lost weight and stopped being fat, Adele, everybody loved her. (laughs) Okay. Because she lost weight and got hot. And it was like, oh, now we have to pay attention to her, which shows you all you need to know about the music industry. Her voice didn't change. Her voice didn't change. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about her. I just think of... uh, the mother from the nutty professor. She don't look well. Also, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong with her. It's just like Luther Vandross. Yeah, I know Me nothing. I, used I, to be I, the I, black Pavarotti. <laughs> now I look know at who, all skinny I, and ashy. I know who she is, but I don't know anything from her. And this goes for number 21. Kind of like course. Mahalia Jackson. I know who Nina Simone is. I know the name because me and you are music fans. Never heard one song from her before. I will tell you this. I've heard of Mahalia Jackson way more times talked about in popular culture than Nina Simone. Yeah. Again, I know the name, but this is this is kind of out of our range, I think. So this is them patting themselves on the back. Yeah, this is like a Paul Stanley tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now, now somebody might say, dude, you're insane. Listen to this. And I might be like, oh, yeah, you're absolutely. Right. No, I'm. we're acknowledging <laughs> that we don't know much about her. That's yeah. okay. Number yeah. 20. Oh, yes. Here we go. Okay. To me, this makes sense in yep. being here. Yep. Now, uh, a lot of soul singers have such incredible voices. Yep. Some of them, you can't tell who do you like. Somebody likes somebody more than the other. Marvin Gaye is number 20. Oh. So he might be everybody's favorite or he might not be everyone's favorite, but he's definitely a few people's favorite soul singer. And he, I mean, his voice is incredible. He's amazing. This guy is amazing. And I mean, his, his version of, I heard it through the grapevine and I know it became a hit later on in his career. 
and I know that people like joke about, but the but his vocals on sexual healing. I know yeah. the song. The first of all, the song is fucking fantastic, but his vocals on that, and of course, let's get it on. I mean, Marvin Gaye is just just brilliant. His voice is incredible. I will add a couple other things. Um, his duets he used to do oh, with, with, uh, with Tammy Terrell. Incredible. Ain't No Mountain High Enough is oh, just insane. You're All That I Need to Get By. Yep. yep. Just gorgeous music. Yep. The other one is the song that uh, got ripped off by fucking the guy, the dad from fucking Grown Pains, kid. Um <laughs> What is Ricky Schroeder? No, no, Growing Pains. What's his <laughs> oh, name? Oh, Growing Pains. Oh, Kirk Cameron? No, what's his name? Oh, now? Alan Thick, Robin, Robin Thick. That's it. I actually like that song, but um Oh, Blurred to, Lines. Yeah, yeah, Blurred Lines. Got to give it up. That vocal oh, incredible. It's all that high falsetto that he does throughout the whole song. Incredible. Oh my god. Yep. yep. So, I mean, look at the Martin Gay is just in his own world. He's yep. fucking incredible. Oh. Uh, number 19. Fuck Rolling Stone. You how are... do you put, <laughs> how the fuck do you put Old Blue Eyes at number 19? Ugh, this is, this is a hate crime right now. So that, is he, is he of his genre of music? The number one. Look. Like that jazz kind of big his, band musician singer is here he is number a, one of that era. Here is a voice that I mean I've loved Frank Sinatra since I was young because it was always being played in my house. Like that we would I just I I love the guy. When you go and listen to his classic like "Come Fly with Me" or like or that kind of stuff, incredible. I mean. His control, his ability to evoke emotion, whether it's sadness or joy or in between, is incredible. And it's kind of shocking that even Rolling Stone would fuck this up so bad by putting him only at number 19. But I don't know. It's Rolling Stone. Yeah, exactly. But I think he is the leader of his style of music. It's not even close. Right, he's nobody, the biggest no, name. When you when you uh, when you when you talk about like the crooner type of like jazz, swing, jazz, kind of swing, the, big yeah, band. I mean, you got you got somebody like Tony Bennett, but Tony Bennett can't hold a candle to what Frank Sinatra was doing. Yeah, uh, and they're basically saying, yeah, this is the best of it, and he's at number nineteen. Yep, yep. Who? No, uh, yeah, I, sorry, can't help you. I, number eighteen is Celia Cruz. Literally, never heard of her. Don't I, this must be them patting themselves on their back again? I don't know. I, I don't even know what this is. And it, again, it might be a fucking guy, a lady that's got at some point, someone is going to be like, Yeah, and these are some of these incredible songs that they've sung that I, everyone goes, Oh, I know that song. The fact that both me and you don't know who this is, and me and you are music fans that spread the, the spectrum of all the genres here. Yeah, I've heard of I don't know who two, this is, Mahalia Jackson. Yeah, it. I'm like, who? I don't, I don't know. That she's at 18, folks. Uh-oh. Oh, uh oh. Every year he goes lower and lower and lower. Yep. This is such fucking Ugh. PR, fucking just Bull, Rolling bullshit. Stone bullshit. 17 is Elvis. Ugh. First of all, never mind his impact on pop culture and everything else. His vocals, his singing, yep. the way he did rock and roll. So I know what the fucking thing is. He stole black music, apparently. Oh, stop. Yeah. As opposed to every fucking British band, including most likely the Beatles, stole the same shit. Everybody yep. got it from somewhere. And a lot of them took old country music and mixed it with R&B and a little gospel and put it all together. Well, fucking A. So Elvis and everybody else wasn't allowed to do it? I'm sorry. But wasn't Bill Haley around? Wasn't fucking uh, uh, Goggles, what's his name, that died in the plane crash? Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly around? Why don't they get any of that shit? Only Elvis does, because supposedly, the, first of all, the guy musically and vocally right till his last day was singing incredible vocally oh, his oh yeah voice 
He could do gospel, rock and roll, blues, yep. country, you name it, he could do it. And he had that bass in his voice and he had all of it. And you mix that with stage presence and oh. a, a be able to be a front man. The ultimate swagger. Oh, oh the ultimate can... like. Yeah. What's up, mama? Dude, everything in pop culture to this day, everybody, how much of his shit is still there? We got to win this race. He's incredible. Johnny Cool Balls has left the building. Like all that shit. Yep. Number 17. Go fuck yourselves, bro. Yeah, number 16. Oh. Yeah. Now, I will say this. If you say I like Prince's voice better than I like Elvis's type of voice, okay. I, I'm not going to argue that. Oh, yeah. Two, two, two completely not even. Different styles. Prince could do the falsetto. He could do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could do a lot of different things. But, yeah, he was fucking talented. I don't mind if somebody critically wants to say, yeah, I put Prince ahead. Okay, fine. Fuck off. At least it's see, Prince. Now that I mean, look, look at the last few that we're talking about: Frank Sinatra, Elvis, and Prince. Three absolute all-time legends that are completely different and have nothing in oh, common and, with each other. Well, what are you talking about? And Celia Cruz. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Celia Cruz. Yeah, the Mount, the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> but think of that though. Three, and especially me for the three of us: so Elvis, Prince, Sinatra. Three guys that are just. In that in that rarefied air of just legend, if you ask most people, greatest right. singers, they might go to those three. Right. When you think of a singer, you think of Sinatra, you think of uh, Elvis. Oh, you gotta win this race. When you think of a singer, think, think of, of Sinatra. <laughs> think of Sinatra, <laughs> and you do not think of number fifteen. Oh fuck this guy! <sighs> if if anything, he can't sing. And that's Bob Dylan. God love him as a songwriter, but stop. <laughs> I know there are people right now who hate us, and that's okay. You're not- fooling yourself if you think Bob Dylan is a good singer. Bob Dylan is ahead of Frank Sinatra, Elvis, Elvis, and Prince but, as a on. singer. Yeah, that's a, that's just so. Now let's take a step back. Ridiculous. Remember what we said? Well, maybe they're going under this category. What category are they going by now? They're saying so Rolling Stone his let's see. His ugly duckling delivery shaped it into something as expressive as his wildly inventive lyrics and made him one of America's great vocal eccentrics. Translation, no. this guy sucks as a singer. Yeah. No, he his music came across because they're so different and original. The lyrics yep. and yep. the turbulent times where they came out of that this worked. If Bob Dylan was singing in the 1930s, nobody would have heard of him. He yeah, came probably. out in the 60s. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Of course. And his style of music writing and lyrics was original. I mean, the and one he had thing, a lot to say and a lot yeah. of great things to say. Yeah. And the one thing about his vocals, love it or hate it, it's extremely unique. You're not going to confuse him with anybody else. But he's not one of the greatest singers of all time. No, so, again, not. you go back to what is the fucking criteria? Exactly. Because it's, it's not vocally. Because if you put those other people, Celia Cruz, right. you're telling me it's vocally because they're not fucking world famous songs that everybody knows. So it's right. not the songs and the way she sings it. You're saying, oh, this vocal talent. Then what the fuck is this idiot doing at 15? This is the shit. This is them patting on the back. Oh, now many people have catapulted this guy into the greatest of all time in the last 10 years because of his biopic. And that's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Now Now, I'm, I'm not a huge queen fan. And one of the main reasons is I mean, Brian may incredible guitars, Freddie Mercury, incredible vocalist, just not my style. Quote unquote, I guess. Like, I, I mean, there are certain Queen songs I like. I have never owned a Queen album in my entire life. Uh, it's just not a band that I go to. I, I know. I mean, there are songs as I'm as I've gotten older. There are Queen songs that I I like a little bit more. But his vocals are they're incredible. They just it's just not my style of of singing. Why don't people ever admit to something? Queen, Journey. They all had their time. They were big bands, huge bands, especially Queen. Okay. 
pop culture in a fucking specific manner brought them to way bigger than where they were when they ended. Journey, because of fucking the last scene in The Sopranos, and Glee. Both doing Don't Stop Believing be- became the big hit from Glee and the thing from The Sopranos. Yep. These guys and fucking Bohemian Rhapsody was, which I don't give a fuck what anybody says, was not something I was hearing on radios and shit all the time back then Wayne's until World. Wayne's World. Exactly. And brought them all back. And then the yep. biopic, now Freddie Mercury's the greatest of all time. That's now right. Journey's like one of the greatest bands of all time. Dude, where were they when they ended? Something specific landed, took their music and made it part of pop culture and grew them. Now, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to take away from Freddie Mercury's incredible vocal talent. No, no. So I, I understand. The thing I'm going to say about Freddie Mercury is I think that he might belong into the group with Frank Sinatra, Elvis, and Prince, where they should be in the top 10. I Never agree. mind 14. I so agree. I'm with them on the yep. fact that Freddie Mercury seems way too low. On I agree. List. I agree. Yep. All right. Well, there we go. 13. Yep. Um, Again, I'm the country guy. Yeah, you could talk the, a little bit more about the this love one than me. People have for Patsy Klein. I don't get it. I don't get it. She is she is the most beloved, probably vocal of all the country women artists. And I don't get it. I, I, think I know the song she does. I but. think it's I think Patsy Klein is one of those people where I think people get so wrapped up and enamored with the legacy. Like the like the legend of Patsy Klein. She died Klein. in a plane crash. Yeah, right. She didn't have a big Big uh, career, her, her career, career, right, right, and I. So I think people, but again, going back to your question, like, what's the uh, what's the criteria here? Uh, vocal ability or like legendary, like iconic, like exactly. Status? Are what you are talking we, front man? Are you talking story? See, right, like, right, you know, Freddie Mercury should jump fifty fucking points ahead of most right. people because of front man status, but he yep. could back it up with his vocal. Patsy Klein's got a great voice. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it's, no it's offense. Right. Of course. Dolly Parton's a much better singer. I agree. Fucking Martina McBride's a much better singer. Uh, uh, Tammy Wynette's a fucking way better singer. And yep. so is Loretta Lynn. I agree. Patsy With all Klein that. is everybody's critical darling. That's Ooh, the thing. She's saying crazy. And fucking, you know, another Willie Nelson song. Another great songwriter, but just like fucking uh, Bob Dylan. Nobody sits there and says, oh, Willie Nelson's vocal talent. He's right. Right. Yep. Oh, great. That's oh, Rolling Stone, so of course. So you got John Lennon at number 12. Now, I will say this about John Lennon. Again, I'm not a Beatles fan. I respect him. I, John Lennon, I think... Uh, now, you, you're talking songwriters, Lennon and McCartney, okay? I attribute more of the vocal ability to Lennon than than McCartney. Really? People, Yes, yes. I think McCartney's got a better voice. And there are times I can't even tell who who sings what. I can't tell them apart. I, feel, I don't I, think they I both feel, have that great of voice. I feel I like if we're gonna, I feel, yeah, I feel like if we're going to talk about singers, I feel like I would I would see people leaning on Lennon more than McCartney. That being really? said, I'm not crazy about either one of them. Yeah, but I that, think they're both okay. very good singers. Absolutely, I don't of think neither of them is a fucking great singers. Their songs make you feel like they're better than they are because they're beautiful songs. Yes, yep. like think of Imagine. It's a beautiful yep. song, but I don't think you don't, you mean to tell me. Here's another one for you, Tom. Elton John couldn't have sang Imagine Better if that came from him. He would sing that 10 billion times better. <laughs> right. That's coming from an Elton diehard. Okay. But if we grew up because Elton's got a fucking good voice, a better voice than John Lennon. He did. So if Elton John, we grew up with him singing Imagine and you nobody would ever go back and go, oh, Elton John sing that. John Lennon should have saying that. Like exactly. Yeah, exactly. So this is us, and people are gonna be like the Beatle hate with you guys. It's not hate. It's, it's not hate. It's just we're not Beatle tards, like Zeus said. John Lennon is a better singer than Prince. Get the fuck out of here. That's it's insane. He's better singer than Elvis or a fucking uh Frank Sinatra. Get, get the- well, <laughs> when he, I was he, a kid, he, I wanted to be John Lennon. Call it be a goof. <laughs> Seuss, don't be a goof. <laughs> well, here's your boy at number 11. <laughs> All right. I will tell you this. I don't know who's in the top 10, but I would say probably Little Richard might should have been in the top 10 because I don't even know who's in there. 
Little Richard's voice is in fucking credible. And he so, was a pioneer, so he should be in the top 10. He's at 11, and I fucking love it. I, I mean, you may say I like it better than Elvis. I wouldn't fight you on it. And I'm not that big of a Little Richard fan, but good good golly, Miss Molly. Lucille? Listen to Lucille when he's like, Lucille! Like that fucking... That is this about is, his Axl Rose-type vocals from the 50s. The guy, like, you're right. He was like a rock star. Yeah. Like, before there was, like, quote-unquote Eyeshadow and shit in the 50s. I mean, when I think about this, when I, Little Richard is a guy, when I think of, like, okay, now we're talking about vocals. Now we're talking about singing. Little Richard, he's, I mean, again. I'm, I'm, he I'm, has I'm not, his own fucking style. Yeah. You absolutely. know when it's Little Richard singing. I like this. This is, listen, this is a great sentence right here. Letting loose with a proto-punk scream. That foreshadows everyone from Prince to Iggy Pop. Per, I'll I'll give him that. Exactly. That's perfect. Just think about who's singing that shit. Who's yep. saying that shit? Yep. Every every other song lyric when he oh that mm-hmm. shit, dude. That was all his own, and that's original. So yep. I, he should be in the top ten. Now here we go. This is the part number ten, top ten list. Al Green. I'll I'll say it again. I don't know. Al Green may be the greatest soul singer to you. But so may fucking Marvin Gaye. I'm sure Otis Redding and Sam Cooke are going to be here too. So all these guys, I don't know. They all are incredible singers. Yeah. Uh, Al Green, I know Let's Stay Together. That's about it. And it's a great, awesome song. Oh, no, dude. One of the my favorite fucking Al Green songs, and it was actually in the movie, was uh, Tired of Being Alone. Remember from Dead Presidents? Oh, yeah. Yes. Presidents? Good, yes. Yes. And they start yep, closing yep. up. And I think it was on Chris Tucker. Yep. And he's dead. And Al Green, uh, I'm so tired. Ta- I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm so tired. It's just closing up, close up. And then he's dead on the fucking. Ch- Sorry if you yep. see the movie now. But yeah, I, I, that's the only other real song I really know by him. And he's got the other one there, Tom, which I didn't know was him until years later. Here I am. Come and take me. Then UB40 oh, yep. did a song, and I'm like, oh, I love that UB40 song. That's the one of your one original songs I, I know by them. I'm like, no, that was a cover, too. That, and that, that was, was a cover. Green. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Al Green's got an incredible voice, so I don't know. Maybe yep. that makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. Oh, Here we see, go. I just said it. You, you just called it. Number nine, Otis Redding. Incredible. I mean, let's be serious. Just the guys. Of, we'll get, we're now approaching those people where it's like, what the hell do you say about Otis Redding that hasn't been said before? I mean. Yeah. If you love soul singing, you probably are a fan of Otis Redding. Again, yep. do you like him better than Al Green? I don't know. The I do. Sitting on the Dock of the Bay is just one of the most beautiful songs of all time to me. I fucking love it. And the fact that he recorded it days before he died is incredible. Watching the ships roll in, <laughs> then you watch them roll away again, Lillian. <laughs> Nothing for nothing. <laughs> nothing for nothing. Leave nothing. Had to do something. Motherfucker punch you in the mouth. <laughs> what are you doing hanging out with Danny Terrio? This is what we do. We ruin people like Otis Redding. Oh, this guy's great. No, we just start doing Eddie Murphy shit. <laughs> oh, stop it with number eight. Here we go. Uh, of course. God. Oh, no. <laughs> Now, this is to not say that she doesn't have an incredible voice. She absolutely does. But putting Beyonce at number eight, that's that's a little that's crazy. Uh, Great voice. She's got a great voice. But number eight, this is come on. Come on, dude. Go ahead. No, we can't say it. What can't say what? They're checking off the box. It's okay. I'll say it. Yeah. Yeah, they're not it's allowed. Stone. They're not allowed to say anything negative about Beyonce. I'm, no. I'm moving on. Number seven, Stevie Wonder. Now, yes. I love his voice. I don't know if you make it number seven. And musicianship, though, See, off the a, charts. So that's a great call because when I think of Stevie Wonder, I think of everything. I think of the complete package. I don't know if I go to his voice per se. And he's got a fantastic. 
fantastic voice. He does. But I always think of the musicianship, the songwriting, the funk, the soul. Every song he has that you know about is incredible for a reason. But but yeah, vocals is like, and again, it's not a bad voice. But I think everything else that surrounds his talent is so good that you might not think of the vote. Like when you think of Al Green or Otis Redding. Tom, what day is today? January 2nd. No New Year's Day <laughs> to celebrate. Oh, no chocolate covered candy. Terrible, terrible song. Horrendous song. <laughs> Anyways, what do we got next? Number six. Oh, Ooh, here we go. Everybody's favorite critic blind guy. What about Stevie Wonder? He's blind too. Dude, Stevie Wonder is more talented than Ray Charles. Another Ooh, guy. It's a hot take. Another guy who, because of the movie, his fucking career is like jumped 15 times bigger, in my opinion. Which, and, by the way, I never saw the movie. Oh, it's a good movie. It's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Ray Charles is talented. Ray Charles could sing. Ray Charles could play music. He's awesome. Talented off the charts. Okay, yep. great. He ain't fucking better than fucking a lot of these guys up here. I'm sorry. This is fucking critic shit. I think what you were talking about here is a completely different style. I think you're talking like real, real soul singing, not, not, not kick-ass R and B funk soul, like an Otis Redding or a Stevie wonder, just real, like, yeah, but soul. he's saying everything though, Tom, he, no, I know, he, no, 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 I know. put out a country album. Rich yeah, Charles no, did fucking jazz, that's true, country, that's true. rock and roll. Yeah. He did a lot of different styles. Of no, music. you're right. And you're I'll right. give him credit. Just. I'm not going to say anything more. Okay. Let's move oh. along then. Let's move along. Mariah Carey. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm not okay. Incredible voice. Not going to argue with not that. Not one good song. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about that. I don't like anything she's ever saying. I don't I don't know one song that I'd be like, oh yeah, that fucking song. Except for that version she did of the Jackson Five song, ABC. No, what's the one? Uh uh, what's the other what's the one she did on that unplug? Fucking I'll be there that she did. Remember how oh, big that yeah, yeah, was yeah. it? Yeah, that's when she was young and hot before she started getting a little chunky. <laughs> before she stuck 15 fucking acorns in her cheek for the fucking winter. Oof. But you, you can't deny her voice, though. She, no, I can't. She, but I'm she's, just, she's, again, yeah. I don't know any fucking songs that I'm like, oh, I got to hear that Mariah. Oh, Mariah, the way she does. Like, dude, just fucking bubblegum, forgettable pop shit. Well, it's okay. N- unlike number four. All right. Now, Billie Holiday is a legend. I've Absolutely. heard a few of her songs. Yep. Me too. Everybody fucking in that era. I, I mean, Billie Holiday is the one name that pops up almost as much as. I don't know. Ella Fitzgerald would be the other one I can think of in that era. Um, I, I'm not a not that familiar with her music, but I know she's a fucking legend. Yeah, it's funny because the fir- the very first sentence it says other jazz vocal legends like Sarah Vaughan and Ella Fitzgerald thrived on refinement. Ella Fitzgerald is the name that I think of. Uh, Billie Holiday, I know obviously she's um, the movie incredible. The movie with fucking what's her name playing her? Uh, Diana did, did, Ross. I didn't see it. With fucking uh, um, with Lando Carizian, who Billy D. Williams, <laughs> Billy D. Williams, beating on women, <laughs> must have had too much cold forty five. Oh God, Lando, domestic abuse. All right, all well, right, you, number three. You called this one too. Yes, Sam Cook. So I think if you go by just, I don't know. Reading the internet or social media or people talking and critics and stuff, Sam Cooke probably is the top rated R&B soul singer of all time. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get the fucking, like I said, Otis Redding. You might get Al Green. You might get, um, what's his face there that we already talked about, Marvin Gaye. But Sam Cooke seems to me. It's usually Sam Cooke. Yeah, it's usually Sam Cooke and Otis Redding that you usually hear the, the Going back and forth for now, the best. All of his songs are quite popular. Another guy that died kind of tragically and kind of like mysterious, which leads to more of a legend building as it goes. Yep. Sam Cook his voice, and he's just, I don't know. I he he's a fucking legend. I haven't heard anybody ever 
yep. ever say anything bad about Sam Cooke and his vocals or anything mm-hmm. like that about being overrated or anything like that. No, the thing I I um, I always because I'm a big Rod Stewart fan who uh, worships Sam Cooke and actually sings very much like him in some sense and wanted to be like a Sam Cooke type singer. Um, just the way his smooth singing style and his just gospelness in his voice is incredible. Yep. That live at Harlem Square Club in 1963 did it, they didn't release until 85 is absolutely incredible. Actually, I remember that, when that was released and everyone was like, holy shit, like 20 something years after. They wouldn't like, release it because of because, all the yeah. crowd in the background going nuts. And they're like, oh, this is a black crowd. Nobody wants to listen to all that hollering in the background. People are like, are you fucking kidding me? We want that crowd yep. interaction in there. And it makes it incredible. There is a version. Somebody covers it uh, of like just like from the Harlem Square Club album where he sings Bring It On Home. It's in the movie Ali, where Ali starts off, and the guy's doing a version of the way he's saying it back to the crowd, and he's interacting, and he's talking, and he's singing, and he's going, yeah, yeah, and the crowd's like, yeah, oh, my God. He had them in the palm of his hand. Talent beyond belief. And the sad part is that he was like a kind of an innovator about getting a lot of musician and artists their own record deals and getting away from the record industry and the way it was being set up. People claim there's a lot of mystery behind it. That's why the mob or somebody killed him because he was getting oh, yeah. like a lot of black artists to go onto his labels and, yep. and, and get around the other way the recording system was, was working back then. And uh, unfortunately no, we'll never know, I guess. Mm-hmm. Number three. All right. Num- number nope. two, number two. Yep. Yeah. I kind of guessed this one. Whitney yep. Houston. Uh, yeah. What, what can you say about Whitney? I mean, she's, I mean, just, I mean, like we said before, there's there's certain people where you really don't know what to say about them other than everything she does is just incredible. Even if you're not a fan of her type of stuff, she was just I mean, I'll just say for that, for me, still the all time friggin greatest national anthem Super Bowl performance in the history ever. And that's just one little thing that sticks out. But um, yeah, just incredible. But, you know, her songs, all of them. You see the difference. That's what I'm saying. The difference between her and um, Mariah Carey. Like I know her songs. I know Mariah Carey because she can hit this octave more than anybody. Great. I don't know her fucking songs. Yeah. I know Whitney Houston songs and I know what notes she was hitting because those songs are beloved. It's just a horrendous tragedy. She got herself wrapped up in that shit bag. Bobby Brown. Ugh. By the way, I just saw his uh, his partners sing the national anthem at Fenway Park at the Winter Classic just now. Belvive DeVoe saying that saying, Ooh, yeah. they came out and sang the national anthem before the hockey game. That's right. Never trust a big button, a smile. That's right. Good for them. All right. <laughs> who's number, number one? one? Who's number it's one? Rolling Stone. So everybody has to have this as number one. Aretha Franklin. Now, big voice. Yes. Gospel, blues, soul, you name it. Yes. I agree. Beautiful big voice. But good God. Isn't that one style of music? So they got her as the greatest pop rock or soul singer ever. Um, Look, it's very hard to we've done this through this entire list. Like Aretha Franklin is a supreme, legendary, iconic talent. But number one. I mean, I like her voice. I mean, obviously, Respect is just one of the most legendary, iconic songs ever. But she also sang Freeway of Love. (laughs) (laughs) Out and on and on the freeway of love. Hey, my pink cat. I mean, uh, no, again, I'm half half joking, but. Come on. Let's let's. Dude, it's Rolling Stone. Would you think that they picked anybody else? No. No. And no. and we're I mean, I I know off the air, me and you will have this conversation. I'm not doing it on the air. There, there's just so much of this shit on this fucking list that I, I can't I, I mean, I don't know what to say. So I do uh, find it interesting then I I mean they, they are talking about singers. 
So that's why this list, this the the the, the top of this list is very very heavy with the soul and and because that because those people sang, those are singers, those are vocalists. You're not going to see fucking Axel or fucking Brett Michaels on this list, and I, I don't expect that. Although we only we okay, so we, let's go on the people that should be on this list. Well, we don't know okay. who's on it because we only did the top thirty. Okay, who should be ahead in the thirty then? Anybody oh. that you know that should be there in that top 30 that that's not there. Yeah. So I'm the, the problem is their criteria is hypocritical. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's, all all the, it's all over the fucking map. It, it's so all over the place. If Bob Dylan is in there. Okay. Then where's Mick Jagger? Where's yep. Roger Daltrey? Like I mentioned him earlier. Where's Rod Stewart? Rod Stewart has yeah. the most probably distinctive rock voice of all time. His songs are loved because of his voice. I mean, he's, he's got some good singer-songwriter songs, but his voice is the big thing everyone loves him for. He's not in there? Where's Robert Plant? Yep. Dude, the fucking fact. Look at the albums they sold. There's a reason they sold that much. Okay? Where's, um? I mean, I don't think she's got that great of a voice, but if we're going on this level and Mary J. Blige is in there, who the fuck is Diana Ross? Uh, um, how about somebody by the name of like Tina Turner? Tina Turner, great one. You know, I mean, I, by the way, gonna... by the way, by the way, to answer your question, Mick Jagger's fifty-two. <laughs> um, I'll here's another one. Country music fans will know what I'm talking about. Merle Haggard. Yep, all the way around, vocal and everything. Yep. I mean, Garth Brooks. Are we going by album sales? Are we going by what? Like there's too much of uh, like this criteria is all over the map. So there's a lot of these other guys that I've mentioned that if we're using some of this stuff, they should be in there. Well, how about your buddy David Ruffin, number sixty six? I'm 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 okay. quickly so I'm quickly scrolling through that. I'm quickly scrolling through the list to just pull out names. Okay. So I just thought of this. Where the fuck is Michael Jackson? By the way, Robert Plant is at sixty three. Where's Michael yep. Jackson? Uh. How is Michael Jackson not in the top 10? How you going to make a list? <laughs> Michael Jackson is not in the top 10. He's on the and top I'm not 30. Even, I'm not even a Michael Jackson fan. Nope. No, no pedophiles on the list. How about, how about Ace Fraley? What the hell? I thought I was going to be higher on this list. We're pretty low. Uh, Ace, you're not on it at all. I'm a session singer. They bring me in to hit the high harmonies. How about the Wilson, uh, the Wilsons from the uh, Brian Wilson, Carl Wilson from the Beach Boys? Dude, Ronnie James Dio is one sixty five. Oh, don't get me started on the fucking on the Dio train. Oh, Dio's the greatest thing of all time. Um. Where's your boy Ozzy? I'm curious. Is he on oh this list? God, please. I'm flying I'm, I'm flying through the list here, and there are so many names that I literally <laughs> don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm scrolling. Oh, Merle what about Haggard. uh Merle what Haggard's about- at 138? Cute L Barge is at 137. <laughs> Fucking feel the rhythm of the night at 137. Dude, think of how ridiculous that sounds, right? Dude, a- okay. Axel Rose is on this list. Of course. 134. He should be a top fucking 40. One th- Axel's voice is fucking wicked. Where's Steven Tyler? Uh, There's one. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. What about Tammy, Ky- Win- Tammy okay. Wynette? 127. Tammy Wynette is 127. Go fuck yourselves. Donna Summer, up. 122. Yeah. Um, so where's uh Kazakhstan's greatest import, Corky Buchek? <laughs> bing bong, bing bong, bing. You know, uh, by that- the way, Ozzy o- is on this list at 112. Okay, dude, go fuck. Where's Loretta Lynn? Where's Conway Twitty? Oh my god, it's just Listen, I don't know. It's, it's Rolling Stone. So, like we do anytime we talk about Rolling Stone, we end it with a big go fuck yourself, Rolling Stone. Get out of here with this bullshit. Seriously. Stay tuned for the next time Rolling Stone does another list because we love these. Yep. Yep. Well, till next time, Tom.
Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.